Okay, this is a tough one, but truth be told, impatience blocks intuition, but there is something you can do about it. This is your moment. In the category of totally unfair, I'm here to tell you, impatience blocks intuition. And for a lot of us, that just stinks because I don't know about you, but I am perfectly wired to be impatient. When I want something, I want it now. It's just my nature. I've learned how to live with that. I've learned how to balance it in my life, right? But I also acknowledge that it exists and it's probably never going to go away and that's fine, you know? So when it comes to intuition, I struggled with this in the beginning and I know many, many, many people who have struggled with it. So if you're struggling with it, I'm here to tell you you're not alone. And in this session, I want to talk about a few things you can do to kind of uh, unblock that block and get your intuition flowing a little bit faster. But let me start with this. And I like to share this example because I like to remind people that when you meet somebody that's out there, that's highly intuitive, that's using you know their intuition with high accuracy and with ease, it's not the case that they just turned it on one day and it's flowing perfectly and it's, you know, and it's goes from zero to 100 instantly and then stays there, right? I would actually be a little bit leery of somebody that told me that that's their case, that, oh yeah, I just woke up one day and I'm, you know, completely intuitive and I can get any information I want. I'd be very leery of that. So it's a, it's a development and it's a opening and it's an understanding of how intuition flows through your system. And that takes time and it's a little bit of a process. So here's my example. When I first opened up, you might've heard me tell this story before, but I'm going to tell it again because it's very fitting for this session. When I first opened up, I was 32. I was a complete skeptic. I had uh, no spirituality or religion, nothing like that in my life, my day-to-day life. I am a math major from college, right? My degrees in mathematics and one plus one was two and that's all there was to it. Now I'm 32 years old and my grandmother passes away. She's halfway across the country. I wasn't able to be by her side when she passed. And Within a few hours of passing away, in the middle of the day, right in the middle of my living room, directly in front of me, she showed up in spirit form. And she showed up solidly, like 70% solid. I could tell that there was some transparency to her, but she was more solid than transparent. And again, it was right in front of me. It wasn't in my peripheral. So I really, I mean, it startled me is an understatement. (laughs) I was shocked when it happened. Uh, and as quickly as she came, she then left and so and she disappeared and I was alone in the room again. And over the next couple of days, I got the courage to move in the direction of trying to see if this is real. Because up to that point, I didn't believe in intuition. I didn't believe in, you know, spirituality, psychic spirits, all that kind of stuff. I just thought it was hocus pocus, not not real. And now here I am. I've lost, you know, my maternal figure in my life, this woman that that just loved me unconditionally. I was so distraught and I had so much grief that I said over the next few days after seeing her in that instance, maybe this is true. And maybe I need to open up to this. 
So I started to explore, is this real? Can people, are, do spirits exist? Is there something after death? Can I communicate with her? And here's where the, this example is really important. Even though in that first moment, I saw her so intensely, it took months for me to be able to see anything intuitively again. And it's because when I turned my focus to wanting to do it, and, and I, my impatience kind of crept in. I remember having moments a week after or two weeks after of like, if I saw you once and you're really real, you should be able to show up like that again, easily. I don't see why you can't, right? And I was putting it on her, which just doesn't make any sense now. But back then I just, I really was trying to find my way. Didn't quite know what I was was getting into or doing. And now I look back and I realize the reason why I struggled to see again, and it took a number of months before I could start to see intuitive signs and messages and people on the other side was because I blocked myself. I was impatient. I wanted it immediately. And at the time, I wanted it because I wanted to prove it to myself because I was dealing with a, a large amount of grief. So for me, my impatience at that point was grief, but the impatience blocked it. It blocked it. And now even today, I will tell you that it's only been maybe a handful of times in my entire life that I've ever seen a spirit that solid, right? It's very rare. It does happen, but it's also, you know, kind of, you know, false to think when a medium sees a spirit, they see it as if they see a living person standing next to them. It's not like that at all. You can see either um, kind of like the essence of them or the energy of them, or you can get images or pictures, or it's like a faint, you know, example of you know, something that they're trying to show you or a faint image of them. But it's very rare that it's that solid. So here we go. Brand new, opened up. Grandmother showed up in front of me, super solid. Big event, right? Now I want to replicate that. I want to be able to access this again. And as, and the harder I tried, the further away it felt. I just felt like it, it's not going to happen. I don't know what to do. And someone sat down with me and had a really great conversation with me about patience. And I learned so much from that conversation. And it was a game changer. And that's why I'm having the conversation with you today. Because when we stop and we get into the moment and we say, and we acknowledge and honor that we love exactly where we are right now, when we get into the moment and we enjoy what's available to us right now, and we enjoy the process instead of impatiently waiting for the end result. I want it to look like this, or I want to see this, or I want to see something or hear something, or I want a response to my message, or I want my guides to give me my sign when I ask for my sign. When we're holding ourselves in that space, here's one way to look at it. You're constantly looking forward. You're constantly looking forward. Your focus when you're impatient with your intuition is on what you want your intuition to be in the future, right? And you're looking at that future possibility and focusing on that instead of focusing on how it's feeling, what you're experiencing intuitively in this moment. That was a tough one for me to hear because again, I'm really impatient right? But it was a wonderful thing for me to hear because I went, you know what? You're right. 
And I stopped and I realized, okay, this is about a month after I seen her the first time and I hadn't seen anything intuitively again. And I'm telling you, I was trying, right? But I, I couldn't see anything again. And I had met with a, a wonderful uh, man who gave me some advice about like, you know, using yes and no and doing a pendulum and getting yes and no answers. And so I was using a pendulum and I was feeling her. So I would be going about my day and I got, you know, what we call like the soul shivers or goosebumps or something would rush through me, but they were really intense. And that was her way of signaling me, Hey, I'm here with you right now, you know, and you can, you can, you know, tap in and focus on me. And so when I would feel that rush, that sensation, and I knew she was around, I would stop what I'm doing. And I would uh, do yes and no pendulum work to try to get some intuitive connection and ask her questions and get some answers and interact. But I found myself always thinking to myself, why can't I see you? Why can't I see you? I saw you. So I don't, why can't I see you? If um, this is supposed to be intuition, just make it happen. Right. And think about those sentences. What I'm saying is, why can't I have something that's coming up? Why can't I have something that's coming up? Why can't, because I'm working toward seeing her. That's my goal, right? We're working toward opening our intuition. We're working toward getting these messages. That's our goal. But then we stay focused on that goal instead of enjoying what's happening in the moment. What does it look like for me to enjoy what's happening in the moment back then? Back then, in that moment, I would get the rush that would go through me. I would start to ask yes and no questions. If I was to go back and actually be able to focus on that and be in the moment instead of wishing it was something else, I would have felt intricate connection. I would have felt her. I would have felt small rushes with the yes, and I would have felt more of like the hollow no feeling, and I would have, you know, I would have been able to enjoy and just be in the moment with her. Here's when I saw her again for the first time. I was at a retreat and um, I had a really amazing experience uh, with a meditation with the group and everything else. And so I was really kind of like not focused on trying to force everything to work. I was super relaxed. I was just enjoying it. I walked out to this beachy area and I was just enjoying being out there, right? And that's when I saw her again. And I now know that the, that was the first time I could use my intuition to see something again. And it happened because I wasn't trying to force it. I wasn't impatiently waiting for it. I was just really thriving in the moment. I was loving the moment. I, I, was, I was overwhelmed with gratitude for the meditation session that I had just stepped out of. I was very in the moment. And impatience needs a timeline to exist, right? Being in the moment, you don't need that timeline. So you're not waiting for something. You are in it. In the moment, you are in it. When you are impatient, you are waiting for it. Two totally different energies. So, you know, I'm kind of getting to what you probably are going to expect me to say next, which is if you want to open your intuitive channel, if you are working at honing your intuition, getting more messages, being able to um, add another, you know, sense, like maybe you can see things intuitively, but you want to hear, or maybe you're hearing, you know, intuitive messages, but you want to see them as well. Maybe you're having feelings, but you want to have that come out in visions or sounds instead. Whatever format that you're exploring your intuition and working to open up that intuitive channel, 
as soon as you can, get into the moment that you're having intuitively and love it and be excited about it and go back to being that five-year-old that's watching a butterfly fly by, right? Get back to that moment, that authentic state of this is happening. And I'm really excited that this is happening. Like this is a really neat thing. And that is what is going to shift you out of trying to leap ahead on a timeline and put your focus way over there versus bringing your focus in here. When that happens, really something neat happens. When you're able to be very in the moment, that's when the agreed upon reality around you, the material world, the timeline, tomorrow, yesterday, all of that, when the agreed upon reality fades away, that's the moment. When you are focused in that very, 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 very solid moment and curious and exploring and happy and grateful and enjoying the process of your intuition and witnessing it and feeling it and acknowledging it and being like, this is happening. This is deep. And I'm doing, and be in that moment when you're in there. Trust me, the rest of the world, it just kind of falls away. Maybe you've had this experience before. Maybe you know what I'm talking about, where you did get into your intuitive state and you did get into, you, you were able to tap in and you were able to focus. And if you think back to that moment, that really strong intuitive moment you had, notice how your attention was not on, wasn't on anything else. Your attention was nowhere else. Everything around you just kind of faded into the background for a moment. That. That is where the strongest intuitive messages come through because the source that we're looking to access, right? Where these intuitive messages are, where they're coming from, source, whatever definition uh, fits for you in this, like where your source is coming from is not in this agreed upon reality. It's not in the solid. And it's certainly not in tomorrow or a week from now. It's in the moment. Intuition and source is not structured on a timeline, on linear time, right? We are on linear time. And when our focus is outward on linear time, we're paying more attention to linear time than we are to source. So in order to really let source speak to you, let your guides, your loved ones, um, your intuition really deliver a message to you, you got to let go of that timeline. You got to let go of, um, well, it hasn't happened yet. That's in the past. You have to let go of, well, when is this going to happen? That's in the future. It can be a tough thing to do. It can be because really, in essence, what am I asking? What am I asking you to do? I'm asking you to just, oh, well, don't worry about it. Yeah, your intuition will open when it opens, right? And you're listening to me going, come on. <laughs> I've been working at this for this long, and you know, it's still not what I want it to be. Or I know other people who have way more access to their intuition than I do, you know. I hear you. I absolutely hear you. And you know what? Be human. Be all of your amazing self. Have all of those thoughts. Those are yours. I had them. I still have them. Let's get real. There are days where I'm like, oh, when is this going to unfold? Go ahead and have those. That's your human experience. But when you really want to tap in, when you really want to link into that intuition, I'm asking you to set your human linear time agreed upon reality off to the side, which is, which includes your impatience. And I'm asking you to focus just on your spirit, on your core, on source, on, on 
the source that's bringing it into you, whether it be your guides or your loved one, universe, et cetera, I'm asking you to just focus on that and let the linear timeline and the agreed upon reality just fade into the background and enjoy the experience. That's the key to picking up the pace, to speeding up the development, to opening up your intuitive channel sooner is letting go of wishing that it would happen now. (laughs) Stop wishing and just be in it kind of a thing, right? Is this going to instantly just open everything up? For some, it might, right? For some, when you let go of, you know, quantifying it or expecting it to look a certain way or expecting it to be like somebody else's, that's a big one. Let go of that one as fast as you can. When you just let go of all of that, for some people, yes, it's going to come in very strongly right away. But for others, including me, it's going to take a little bit of time. It's kind of like a swimming pool, right? You you need to slowly step into the swimming pool until eventually you're submerged in the water. That's what opening up your intuitive channel very much feels like. And if you celebrate every step into that pool, if you enjoy it, think about this. Use this analogy for a second. What does it feel like on a hot summer day to put your foot into that pool, into the first step, and you step down two feet, step down into that first step, and the water is up to your ankles and your feet feel cool, right? You can either be frustrated that you're not completely in the water yet, or you can stop and you can say, wow, that feels really good on my feet and on my ankles. It's like, it feels really cool. It's so nice. That's really refreshing. By doing that, you're going to get into the pool faster. That's just how it works. So if there's any other creative ways that are bubbling up for you as you're listening to this, that will help you to find patience and let go of impatience and find that space where you're just really enjoying the process in the moment, follow that. That's your intuition itself. (laughs) Follow that, right? Whatever it takes for you to enjoy the process, to enjoy the now, to enjoy being centered in this moment and witnessing and experiencing and feeling your intuition flow, that's what you need to focus on. Whatever it takes to do that, focus on that, right? The other thing too is one more thing to let go of. Try to let go of how it should look, right? Even if you've had a few intuitive moments up to this point, maybe step into a, a, a meditation session or, or a session where you're going to sit and just sort of allow your intuition to speak. Step into a session totally open. You know, here's my favorite sentence. You might've heard me say it already before, but here it comes again to source, to universe, to your guides, to your loved ones, I want you to say this. What is it that you want me to know? That sentence is perfection because that sentence gives them the floor. That sentence says, I, I Bo, am not trying to control what, I, what, the, what comes through or what I'm trying to grab or get, right? I, Bo, am sitting here totally open to receive any message that you want to give me. It'll come through faster. You'll experience your intuitive, you know, channel a little bit sooner with a little bit more ease when you give them the floor and say, what is it that you feel is important that I know? And actually you'll get some really good stuff that way as well. Very, very helpful stuff that'll guide you on your path. That sentence alone also is helping you to step out of that linear time structure 
and be in that moment because that sentence is saying in this moment, I I open my attention to you and I'm here and I'm 100% focused on anything that you send my way intuitively. When we sit down and we try to force our intuition, especially in the beginning, this gets easier with time, trust me. But in the beginning, when we're impatient and we're trying to get information about like, what car do we buy? Or, you know, um, is this person going to be okay? Or am I going to be okay with this one particular situation? All of those things are in the agreed upon reality. All of those things are on linear time. And so all of those things are also connected to impatience. Trust me when I say this over time, right? You're going to be able to tap in and get specific information. You know, I can now tap into a situation and say, okay, is this situation going to be okay? Is there anything I need to do to help? Um, You know, is there any messages that I need around this particular situation? You will be able to do that once you've been able to really hone your intuition, open up that intuitive channel, and you get really comfortable using it, right? What I'm talking about is I'm talking about getting to that point. And the impatience that can come as a result of it not happening as quickly as we want it to. So whether you're trying to open up intuitively uh, for the first time, or you're trying to improve your intuition, or you're trying to be able to access it on demand instead of, you know, by chance, no matter what it is you're doing, if you're in the process of growing or trying to expand your intuition, I ask of you to set aside impatience. And the result of that is that it's going to open up faster. It's quite the kicker, isn't it? But as soon as you can become patient with it, the sooner it will open up even faster. This podcast is brought to you by The Sage Method, the most comprehensive and down-to-earth intuitive development training available. Is this your year? Is it finally your time to increase your intuition, bring in more abundance, and experience the bliss you deserve? If yes, then join thousands of students across the world for a seven-week journey to uncover your natural, beautiful, and strong intuition. Visit us at thesagemethod.com for more information.